the film, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. You know, some of y'all saw that. Tula complains to her mother about her father and how autocratic he is. Ma, she says, dad is so stubborn. What he says goes because he knows that he, the man is the head of the house and he keeps saying it. Her mother looks at her and nods wisely in a confidential voice replies, let me tell you something, Tula. He is the head. But I am the neck. <laughs> and I can turn him any way I want. <laughs> Using this simple technique of newer reconditioning, you can be the neck that turns your non-conscious brain and points it in whatever direction you want. Good morning, good morning, good morning. All right, so this is our 7 a.m. mindset call. We do this call every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 7 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Central. We call it the mental toughness call because I, I look at mental toughness as a bullet point. On the personal development, this is how I look at it. I got personal development, then mental toughness. I'm sorry, then mindset, and then bullet point on the mindset is mental toughness. Uh, you got to have that mental toughness mindset. And I do believe that mindset follows or flows under personal development. It's a combination of things when it comes down to personal development. So, so we do here. I know that you have to be mentally tough to make it in this um, in this wicked, wicked world. Some people say, well, that world's not wicked. Well, let's call it, uh, what did Snoop call it, messed up? Uh, doggy dog world. Yeah, in this doggy dog world, you must have that mentality of toughness to fight through and keep fighting until change happens, until the, the exact change happens um, that you want. And we talk about financial change. We talk about financial success here. Um, we emphasize that it's your paradigm, it's your thoughts, the things that you heard all your life, the things that uh, you grew up hearing. Uh, I saw something last night. Well, young lady, I actually got it on video uh, at one of our events. This was a, a lady. She's about 86 years old, I think. And she was talking and I just turned my camera on just to hear. And she said something about two years old. I said, what do you mean by that? She said, a child can learn anything at two years old. She said, all you got to do is put a child around a person at two years old and watch how they learn the language. You could take your child, put them in uh, Japan, and just let them walk and crawl around people at two years old, and they'll be speaking that language. You can put them in Russia, and they'll be doing it. He said, said because a child at that early age is very programmable, and they pick up and hear whatever's in their environment. So it just doesn't happen at all times. She said, to me, there's a space and time in which that happens. And I, and I was thinking to her, yeah, that's the call, the, the theta phase. And that phase is from the time you're born to seven years old. Because I was listening to her and I'm thinking, you on point, young lady, you on point. I never, get a chance, I never got a chance to kind of follow up with her because we were standing outside of a meeting facility and we were waiting to go inside and it was a 
a person's mother. And um, she was a school teacher also. So she knows, well, she knew that how important that is. And so we talk about that here, that in order for us to change our thought patterns and our thoughts that we learned at an early age, that what we heard in our household, what we heard in our community, what we heard in our church and what we heard everywhere has locked in because at a young age, man, anything said or heard, you're going to lock it in. That's just, that's the theta phase. And we go on in life and pass tests. You know, we get college degrees. We, um, you know, join the military, become captains and sergeants and generals. We go get quote unquote good jobs and not drive nice cars, be in nice communities. But that thought process is gone. Now, I know what you're thinking. I already know what you're thinking. Hold on right quick. I know what you're thinking. I'm going to tell you what you're thinking. Well, Tony, this is what you said in your mind intelligently. Well, Tony, um, if we have all those things, what does it matter? We have the car that we want. We have the house that we want. We have the, the clothes that we want. What matter? I mean, what does it matter? <laughs> Say, what matter? What does it matter? Why do I go back and have to learn all those things and and learn and unlearn some things? Well, it depends. It depends on what you're trying to do in life. I emphasize that this call is to, you know, to help people change their life financially. Now, a lot of people on this call are their goal is to be what the world would call free, which I don't believe there is a such thing as that much freedom, but you do have freedom from the job or, you know, to make unlimited income. That's a different thought process than the process that we just talked about to get the car to close the house. That's a different process that can only take you so far. Then you have to get this thought process that's outside of the box. Everything has been taught to us is inside that box. You know, the system, go to school, get a good grade, get good grades, get a good education, save your money, penny pinch, get the best job. You don't need the deprogramming and reprogramming. But if you outside of that box and you want to say, I want to change my life, I want to do something that's special. I want to do something that's that's extra. Now you need it. Now you need it. So that's what we talk about. That's what we do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And today we're going to do the exact same thing. Picked up a book from the from the bookshelf as I walked into my room. And turned to the page and see if I could find a highlighted section. And I did. So let's get ready for that, folks.
Okay, I want to talk about this morning your RAS. RAS. I know some of y'all say, I know what that is. Well, what is it then? And you also have time to Google. And it's 2022, just in case somebody hears this recording uh, in 2050. Wow. Wow. Or 2040. Might not be Google anymore. They might be like, what is Google? Google? Google, Google. Well, Google at this time is somewhere you can go on your phone, type in a term or a letter or a word, and put DEF, and it defines whatever it is. So you can easily go to Google right now. I don't know what y'all doing in the in 2050, but in 2022, Google's worth popping. So you can easily go and find the name and the definition right quick. But I want to read a little bit, and then I, um, preacher man sent me a text this morning. I will I will answer that for you, sir. The same way, the exact same way I've been answering it. It doesn't change. You can reword the, your question, change it around, add color to it. But you're not fooling me. <laughs> I already talked to you about that. But I guess repetition is key. And so preacher man just want me to say it again and again and again. I don't have a problem with that. No, I don't. Don't have a problem at all. So the amazing ability to sort through an ocean of information and find the one droplet of water you're looking for can function as a blessing or a curse, depending on what you what you got entered into as you search, uh, as you search string, or as your search string, not as you search string, but as your search string. This is true for two reasons. First, if your RAS is not programmed for what you really want then no matter how diligently you, you pursue a goal, you'll miss all the cues in your environment and overlook all the resources, connections, and other pieces of the puzzle that might help you realize the goal. Let's say you've been earning about $50,000 a year for a while. So that is what seems normal to you, right? This translates into a belief. I am worth $50,000 a year. That's my normal income level. Now, here's a challenge right here, folks. This is me quoting. It transfers into that belief, and a lot of us don't realize that. We're just going along in life. Hello. Hello. We're going along in life and just, you know, speaking to individuals and getting that $50,000 a year income. And we don't realize that we're being programmed to accept that as that's who we are. Even if we, even if we say we do realize it, but we don't. Because your non-conscious mind is holding tightly to that picture of your earning of 50,000 a year. Even a million dollar idea comes along, your RAS, your RAS will filter it right out so that you never become aware of it. <laughs> it's like, here come your, here come the, the $500,000, your million-dollar idea, and your RAS say, uh, this way, sir. 
go out the back door and don't you ever come back here again. And if you do, it's going to be a problem. Somebody, some in your body comes to you and say, hey, it's a million dollar idea came through here. <laughs> Raz says, what? Where is it? See, right over in the corner. <laughs> Raz goes over there. Like, man, don't have me pull my gun out. Don't have me get ugly with you today, million dollar idea. You see that door right over there? Yeah, that one. Uh, please exit that door right now. Matter of fact, I'm going to follow you to there. Okay. Now, we done with that. We don't have to worry about that idea coming back again because I let them know, don't come this way. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Now, he might come back, but we said he wasn't coming back. But this time he comes back with maybe a letter from his boss or maybe something that that will have Raz thinking about it. He's like, hey, man, did I just, didn't I just throw you out a month ago and you back here already? Dude, like, hold on, man, hold on, hold on. I know what you're saying, but check this out. So Raz opened up the sheet of paper and says, oh, hmm, I didn't know you knew John C. Maxwell. Wow, Brian Tracy, all these guys are signing off on you. Oh, you know Joe Dispenser? Wow, okay. So Raz decides, you know, rather than just throwing you out again, he sends you to, instead of the conscious brain, the information is shuffled into a closet in your non-conscious brain. <laughs> the neurological term for this is scotoma. Y'all Google that. S-C-O-T-O-M-A. Guess what it means? It's Greek for blind spot. The answer could be literally right under your nose, but you don't see it. Because there's a blind spot there. Now, here's the second way your ass can, he didn't rent, he just put you right on in the closet. Like, okay, I think you think you got something, huh? Yeah, I know about those dudes. But what he's saying is, Raz saying, they ain't recommend you. <laughs> Here's the second way your Raz can work against you. If you program it with what you don't want, then that is precisely what you will find. And you'll keep finding it. You know how you go around saying, I will never be broke again in my life. I will never be broke again in my life. I'll never be broke again in my life. Yeah, you will. Yeah, you will. If you program it with what you don't want, then that is precisely what you will find. And you will keep finding it. That is why so many people seem to make the same mistakes over and over in life, whether it's in business, in love, in health, or anywhere else. How do you program your RAS with what you don't want? Simply by focusing on it, thereby creating a habit of 
thought around that thing. By focusing on it, you create a thought around that thing. When you focus on what's not working in your life or on those things you are happy about, unhappy about, you are creating those problems as a search string into your reticular activating system, which is the RAS. When you focus on what's not working in your life or on those things that you're unhappy about, you know, like you got your bills in front of you, you're unhappy about your bills, but you're focusing on paying them. Oh my God, you see them every day. That's a focus. And remember, the brain is really, really good at what it does. If you un, if you unwittingly tell it to go searching for trouble, heartbreak, or disappointment, it will absolutely find it, guaranteed every time. This means that when you're focused on the 10 pounds you want to lose on that $20,000 debt you wish that you ha didn't have, on your worries that your new business might not make it past the first year, your own brain stem network's work goes diligently to work. Humming, buzzing away, digging through the marts of sensory into input to find those ideas, opinions, and snippets. To find those ideas, opinions, and snippets. Overheard conversations and other bits of pieces of evidence and only those bits of pieces of evidence that support precisely those things that you don't want. Why? Because you told it, told it to. You told it to. You say how? You was talking about it and thinking about it. What's more, your RAS will dutifully ignore anything else, which means that all the evidence, resources, ideas, or other useful information that might actually help you, you lose those pounds, dissolve that debt, or successfully build that business will be discarded by your RAS as irrelevant. Let's say, for example, if you're in a new relationship, and let's say further that because of all that you witnessed around you while you were growing up, you have a belief that relationships now start out looking happy, eventually turn sour and break apart. See, that's what you saw from the day you were born to age seven. Relationships look good. They're happy in the beginning, but eventually they break apart. They turn into sour grapes. Now, while you love this person and the two of you seem very happy together, you are secretly worried that it won't last. Maybe you haven't told anyone about this. Maybe you haven't even voiced those worries out loud to yourself. But to your non-conscious, there are no secrets. That worry isn't simply growing gnawing at you. It's taking center stage at the, at the search string in your rest. As they say, do you hear me, folks? You saying to yourself and saying out loud, no, that's not the case. But it is the case. 
Here's what happens. You could be surrounded by all the evidence in the world that your relationship is solid. All evidence, secure, and as happy as can be. With everyone, you, everyone you're seeing, the two of you as perfect for each other, and everything in both your lives point to that same sweet conclusion. But none of that evidence will make any difference because your RAS, your reticular activating system, will edit it all out. If even a wisp of pessimism arises, say a cynical comment from an acquaintance who secretly envies your happiness, your well-trained reticular formation will ignore the 200 million pieces of positive evidence and guess what? Rush to deliver you awareness that's that single negative perspective. God. It's going to forget all the visionary board. going to forget everything that you have around you. Because that negative perspective is already inside of you from your childhood. Now you're at, you're at the point trying to clean it out trying to get it out of your thought system. Here come old buddy, your old thoughts. Or here come old buddy, your old neighbor that's been in your house next to you for 20 years. He see in your backyard, you got a sign up that says, you can't take fakeness to the bank account. Some kind of thought process you came with when put it, put it out there. Oh yeah, he see you doing that now. He see you moving around and he see you, then he throws out the fence over there. Oh you trying to do that thing Harry did, right? And Harry, Harry put a lot of money in that stuff, and Harry wound up not having anything. He broke down the street, busted. Nobody even talked to Harry no more. That alone will wreck all the other stuff you've been doing for a while. Because your body already craves for that. That's why I say. You can't be around this other mess, this other news, this other stuff that you watch, the other people you hang around because they just cool with you, even though they're not doing what you're doing or going where you're going. You think you can still hang around there. Mm -mm. He said, even if a wisp, a wisp, W-I-S-P, look up that, of, of pessimism arises. Say a cynical comment from acquaintance who secretly envies your happiness. Your well-trained reticular formation will ignore the 200 million pieces of positive evidence. Just throw that out the window. And rushing to deliver your awareness that single negative, did you see that? Did you see in the comment section? We got 12 new comments, but one of them is talking about such and such and such. Did you see that? As it joins with your already established belief, you're worried that this relationship is doomed, moves closer to becoming a conviction. And because beliefs and habits are thousands of times stronger than desires, that conviction becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you believe the relationship is doomed, and then it is doomed. And the same thing happens in your financial and business life. Your reticular formation goes on the hunt for supporting evidence and resources to booster whatever viewpoints have been programmed into it. And if it's 
viewpoints is negative, that's exactly the evidence and reality you will find reinforced, reinforced and amplified. Mm. Reinforced and amplified. Worry is a prayer for what you don't want. This is why it's so critical that you learn how to consciously direct your reticular activating system and why neuroplasticity is so life-changing. The process we call neural reconditioning, which we will talk to you through the detail and chapter, redesigned to write a new search string into your, your non-conscious neurology search engine through a neural reconditioning that you can train your RAS to direct its amazing capacity to focus on what do you want, not what you don't want, on the solution, not the problem. Not it can sort the excitement, fulfillment, and satisfaction evoked by reaching your goals, not the worry, doubt, or fears about whether you will reach them or not. See, it'll sort through all of that. I'm going to wrap up with this. He says, in the film, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, you know, some of y'all saw that, Tula complains to her mother about her father and how autocratic he is. Ma, she says, dad is so stubborn. What he says goes. Oh, he says the man in the head of the house because he knows that he the man is the head of the house and he keeps saying it. Her mother looks at her, nods wisely in a confidential voice replies, let me tell you something, Tula. He is the head. But I am the neck. And I can turn him any way I want. <laughs> Using this simple technique of newer reconditioning, you can be the neck that turns your non-conscious brain and points it in whatever direction you want. And we're going to stop right there. You're like, what? What? <laughs> that came from the book, The Answer. We hadn't read The Answer in years. I think the last time I read The Answer was and i think this is the book that mr sterling gave me for my birthday he always giving me books he said that's all you do is read books <laughs> I, said, okay. I think we read this book in 2008 yeah hadn't read it since then but you know i'm gonna stay on this page or two maybe when we come back on friday Man, because I likes what he's talking about. This is interesting, though. I had I didn't do heavy highlighting. I didn't circle and block. I wonder why. That's, a, that's I'm gonna keep reading though. Find out why. RAS R A S reticular activating system. Check it out. Check it out. Push it to the